Welcome to Arts Palette Spotlights, a podcast that shines a light on those working on stage and backstage in the performing arts industry. Arts Palette is a community of artists that all share a passion for teaching students from around the world. We have made it incredibly simple to take weekly virtual classes from real Broadway artists and other industry professionals in the midst of their careers. Our artists share the lessons they've learned along the way. Signing up for class is super simple. Just go to www.artspalette.com. That's P-A-L-L-E-T to sign up for a class today. You can use the promo code NEWGROOVE and take your first class for only $8. Welcome to Arts Palette Spotlights. I'm Austin Reynolds. Today, we have our conversation with Claire Camp, a dance captain from the Broadway companies of Cats and Frozen. What was your question? Oh, yeah. It was about um, when I, it clicked for me, when mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to do this for a living. Yes. Um, I think the moment of Broadway being like in my vision um, mm-hmm. was when we went as a family to New York City and um, I saw the show Fosse. We were going to see Chicago, but my mom said it was going to be too inappropriate. <laughs> and I think I was like 12. So Fo- Fosse was the appropriate option. I know. It's like little did we know that Fosse would be just as risky. If not worse. <laughs> but it definitely made an impact on me. I remember like being in the audience with my dancer's kick butt shirt from Capizio. And I was like a total Trina at the time. And I had like slick back hair. And I was just like obsessed with ballet. But then I went to New York and saw Fosse and I was mm. like, wait a minute. <laughs> and I, I was just kind of like, wait, this feels like me. Like when I used to go see San Francisco Ballet, I would be like, I don't know if I can get there. You know, it's like they're these perfect beings and Fosse dancers are perfect beings too. But for some reason, there was something in me that was like, you can do that. Yeah. Totally. That's, did you happen to see, it just makes me think about, did you see Andy perform, Andy Blankenbuehler? Yes. I oh saw my gosh. so many people that I have now worked with wow. were in that show That's when fantastic. I was 12 years old or 13 years old. Um, Mary McLeod, I believe, she was my stage manager in Flashdance, Andy Blankenbuehler. I worked with Sergio Trio, who was in that show, and Rochelle Rack I worked with. So, um, yeah, I had no idea how I was going to get there. Like, I didn't know the direct route to Broadway, but I think that's when the seed was planted and I, like, saw that it was a possibility. Hmm. That's beautiful. So interesting. Um, Well, thank you for everyone that's joining us. We had a little bit of a a technical thing. I'm not not sure what happened to the first part, but... um, yeah. Claire's in Bend, Oregon right now, um, where she's surviving the pandemic for the next few months. And uh, she's joining us today to talk a little bit about her life and to walk us through some different experiences. So on this next thing, um, I guess following up with what planted the seed, then can you talk about, um, did you end up doing like theater growing up in terms of like plays or musicals or anything like that? Um, Well, one of my sisters, one of the twins, was um, really into musical theater. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and she did a lot of plays. So while I was doing ballet recitals, she was doing Once on this Island and Carousel oh, wow. and West Side Story and Evita. And I would go see her in them. And I definitely had a love for it. It was just, again, really serious about ballet. I think I was like, this is my route, but then mm -hmm. just intrigued by musicals. And I did sing in school. I didn't go to an art school, but I was in the acapella group at school and the show choir at school. So I kind of got some singing in and then would dance after school. Very cool. So, yeah. I'm impressed that your sister did like all of the Broadway shows that like just happened this past few seasons know, on right? Broadway. <laughs> I guess that's why I thought of them because they yeah. were just here. But um, yeah, I, I think she influenced me a lot. And then my other sister did ballet with me. Um, but I remember her showing me the Tony performances and that was mm. kind of like the first, um, other than seeing Fosse, like she showed me Wicked, Tony performance. She showed me Spring Awakening. And she was like, this is so good. And what, what show that you've worked on has fostered the biggest change in you, either personally or artistically? Um, definitely the revival of Cats on Broadway. Um, you know all about that. I know all about you, it. You yeah. did basically did my job on the tour. So yes. you know what that entails. And that was my Broadway debut. So Okay, wow. Um yeah, I got asked to be a swing and I kind of labeled myself as someone who will never be a swing because I was like, I don't have that brain. I'm mm -hmm. not very smart. I won't be able to learn all the caps and all the different parts. For those of you who don't know, a swing is responsible for several tracks. Um, and then, yes, I got offered the swing. And yes, I said yes. And then I was offered dance captain <laughs> later. And I really was scared because I was like, you want me to do what? And basically, the dance captain is the manager of the cast you have to communicate with the cast you have to give notes you have to teach the material to new company members and i think i was just i think i grew the most during that time because i wasn't sure if i can do it but you you don't say that to andy blankenbuehler you don't right. say i'm sorry i don't know if i can do this right you just you just <laughs> have to do it um, you just have to do it right okay so um I know this is this one's just kind of for fun. Um, do you have a dream show or a show that you would desperately like to do before you end your career? Um, I used to say that it was Chicago. Hmm. Um, and I still would love to be in that show. But I think I would love to just be a part of a new show, a brand new creation um and be an original cast member of that show and i think there's something so special about being the first and originating something yeah. creating something and and playing a part in the process of how it was made hmm. um so i think that's a dream of mine just to get another show and have it be a new one <laughs> do you ever get nervous when you're performing uh, yes. Hard yes. Um, I got nervous before this Instagram <laughs> interview. <laughs> I get nervous all the time. 
Um, and I think it's only grown as I got, I have gotten older. I think oh, really? when I was young, I was less nervous. Hmm. Um, I'm still young, but you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. you learn more, you know more. And I think sometimes that can seep into us. Um, and inherently the, the stakes get higher. Yeah, the stakes get higher because there's now an expectation on once you've worked professionally and you have that label, right. it's like, oh, she's good. She's got to be good. Um, and we're human. Like sometimes we hit the step and sometimes we don't. And I've had some really bad auditions. Um, <laughs> really, really bad. So oh, I should have asked. I should have asked that question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're out there. But anyways, yeah, so I still get nervous and I try and use those nerves um, in a positive way. I try, <laughs> that like reminds me that I'm human. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to bring yourself into the room. If you're nervous, say you're nervous. You mm. know, that's not necessarily a negative thing. 100%. It's really beautiful. Um, okay, we're near the end. Um, but... Uh, before my final question, I was wondering if there was a time that you ever messed up during a live performance. Um, this isn't to put you on the spot. Um, if you feel comfortable talking about it, uh, if this has happened, how did you recover or adjust to make it through? Um, well, as a swing, you're, of course, going to of mess cats, up. <laughs> probably, yeah, I'm guessing. Of cats, you're going to mess up. It's like... Mm -hmm you just accept it. I used to tell my swings, go mess it up. And instead of mess, I used another word, but I would say, go, you know, it's not yeah. going to be perfect. You've done the homework. So mm -hmm. like accept the imperfection. Um, and yeah, there's been some times like in cats, the jellical ball, there was like a million formations <laughs> and they like switch so fast. And for some reason, I'm painted as Electra, but I was on as Tantamile the other five performances before this one. Mm -hmm. And so I ran to Tantamile's spot and then all of a sudden I sound crazy. People are like, who? <laughs> but uh, like, yeah. I'm looking at the cat that I think I am and we just stare at each other. And I think <laughs> the best thing to do is to stay calm you know you never want to make it bigger than it is just right. try not to hurt someone else with your mistakes stay safe um yeah I've had like wardrobe malfunctions like really really bad stuff <laughs> happen but the best <laughs> thing you can do is just stay calm because if you look calm the audience will never know that something went wrong yeah that's very, very good advice. The dance captain's now sitting out in the audience, but yes. other than that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that um, was on me. I should have gotten well, mad at myself. Right. And then you're the dance captain and you make mistakes and it's it higher stakes really even yet. Yeah. It looks really bad. <laughs> okay. So for my final question, um, I'm going to ask this to everyone. I hope to talk to some stage managers, lighting designers, music directors, people from all different parts of the industry on these uh, IG lives. And it is, if you could share one piece of advice with an aspiring artist based on your experiences of what you've seen or whom, for whom you've worked with, what would that be? Um, well, I feel like I've been asked that question a lot and every time my answer changes. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> because I really feel like I've, I haven't stopped learning lessons in this process. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my current answer to that is to be kind. I think it sounds corny and I don't think that would have been my answer when I first got my big show, but I really think it's important, our behavior, as much as our talent and our um, skill, I think our behavior and our attitude is just as important, especially now, especially Mm -hmm. with what's happening in the world. And I think if you can create or help support a creative space with kindness and sensitivity and respect, it's only going to make your show better. It's only going to make your career better. It's only going to pave the way for something magical to happen. And it really is a sacred space, you know, and negativity is very, it's, it's like a virus. Yeah. It's toxic. It's a virus. And especially in a Broadway show, when you're right on top of each other in a dark theater and you're working long hours once you get bit by that negativity, it's really hard to, to release it or to escape it. And I'm, you know, good people become negative. And so I think, yes, be kind, be respectful and know that everyone is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Hmm. I love that. On that note, I I thank you so much, Claire, for sharing your time and your energy with me tonight. Claire teaches contemporary musical theater jazz every Friday, now from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern, 8.15 p.m. Eastern, and that is 4 to 5.15 p.m. Pacific or Bend Oregon time. She is obviously wonderful. I highly recommend giving her class a try. Um, I thank you all for listening and tuning in. Um, I'll see you next time. We're going to be doing more of these. So thank you, Claire. Yay. Thank you. That was fun. Thank you to Claire Camp for sharing. Claire teaches contemporary musical theater jazz every Friday from 7 to 8.15 p.m. Eastern. That's 4 to 5.15 p.m. Pacific. She's obviously so wonderful, and I really recommend giving her class a try. Thank you all for listening. Until next time.